Come follow the brick wall. It's your girl Eva K, and I'm ready to eat. Hey, who ready to eat with me? Who ready? Come bread with me. Let's break bread. Come break bread with me. Let's break bread. We about to eat the food and get fed. Come break bread with me. Let's break bread. Now bow your head, cause we gotta say that grace. Cause we about to eat. We about to eat. Hey, before we get to the show, I got to ask you, have you always been? Because <laughs> I'm ready to eat. Hey. <laughs> Is that the first time you ever recorded or have you been making music? No, I recorded a, a big girl anthem about three yeah. years ago with my brother. Just oh. having fun. That man, that song right there, it sounds good and it's banging too, though. Like it was in my headphones. Like you could put that in a Chevy and turn Look, up to it. was in my closet trying to record it with my nephew. Like, hey, we're gonna get this one take. Let's go. Yeah, Just yeah. Up stuff. Oh man, I like I like the song. And uh, I seen where you was talking about like, but I seen prior to that like your shows, you was doing it like yourself, just acapella with no beat. Yeah, I had just. I was like, man, you got to have something catchy on YouTube. So mm -hmm. I just was like, I'm going to name it Break Bread with E. And I was like, come break bread with me. Let's break bread. Mm -hmm. But when Golden sent me the beat, I couldn't catch it. Yeah. I was like, this, this beat don't sound right with it. And my yeah. brother was like, yes, it do. You just got to follow the rhythm of it. So once we recorded, I was like, okay, I, you know, I feel it now. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's what's up. So I, when I first seen uh you, it wasn't uh it wasn't none of your shows and nothing. It, it drew me to your shows, but you was uh it was the coronavirus that first started. Mm -hmm. And you was dancing uh in the grocery store. We was at Food City. I was with Chris Bird. Chris Bird, yeah. Like, let's do a video. I was like, man, I ain't going in there as myself because that's my store. That's why I shop at every day. They're gonna be like, what the hell she in here doing? So yeah. I threw on my wig, my little Austinese graduation robe, and I was like, let's get it. Oh man, that's what's <laughs> up. <laughs> that was a I don't know, did that that video went viral or something, didn't it? Like it was Yeah, Cardi B shared it. It got a million hits. Yeah, yeah. So, I, hey, that video was crazy though. Yeah, For real. Coronavirus. It's getting real. Yeah, y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah, killed that. And I didn't know you was an Austinese graduate though. Me in 2008, beat beat all day. Okay, okay, okay. I'm well, I live the... out west now. Well, on the west side. But mm -hmm. you know, I'm east side all day. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's what's up. So when when did you decide to create Break Bread, though? How long has it been going, though? Break Bread started January 27, 2020. Yes. And the only reason why I started Break Bread is because um, I lost my job. And mm -hmm. I was sitting on the couch one day watching Be Love. I don't know if you know who Be Love is. She eat yeah. out like seafood and stuff. I was like, oh, that's dope. She was doing it by herself for a long time. Then she started like inviting famous people on and they would she would interview them. And I was like, man, that's something I want to do. So I called my daddy because I was broke. Mm -hmm. And I said, Daddy, can you just buy me like a camera? Cause I, I want to start doing YouTube videos. My cousin had told me about two years ago that I need to start eating on YouTube. I was like, that's dumb. Who want to watch people eat? She was like, look, they like watching fat people eat on YouTube. You need yeah. to get to YouTube. So I was like, no, that just wasn't my thing. But I always wanted to be like on TV or, you know, have my own show. So when mm -hmm. I finally got the confidence to do it, you know, I cut off my dreads. Yeah. Yeah. 
first I was going to wear a wig and my husband was like, don't wear no wig, be you. Because yeah. people want to see people be real. So that's how it started. I went to Storm and Crab. You know what I'm saying? I took my last $100 and went and ate some crab legs. And people loved the video. They was like, you got to do this. You got to do this. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started, January 27th. It ain't even been a year yet. You already got it popping. It ain't even been a year. I am, I think, 15 away from 1,000 subscribers. So I'm trying to get my subscribers to 1,000 because that was my goal for one mm -hmm. year, 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. So. so so would you say how big is support like people supporting and should support it? You know what I mean? If you rocking with your show, why, what, you know what I'm saying? Why, like, I feel like people should support also, but what's your thought process behind people? Let being me tell supportive? you, Trevor, without the support from the people in my city, I would not be able to do my show because mm -hmm. on my show, we eat. So mm -hmm. when I interview somebody, like, I might interview an up and coming, I done interview, you know, boosters, uh, record label execs, and all that. We eat. So I want to mm -hmm. make sure my guests actually have amazing food okay mm, but i'm okay. a teacher so my yeah. salary you know is not up to parts of where i can be buying crab legs for all my guests who come on I, i'm at 102 videos and yeah. i've done 62 interviews so mm. that's a lot of food you know what i'm saying that's a lot of crab legs so the supporters you know i let them know i go live and ask them if they mind donating or you know, supporting one of my videos, and each time I posted somebody that I was going live with, yeah, they support me, and my oh, stuff has up. really helped me. I could not do it without Knoxville. You know what I'm saying? They always say we like crabs in a bucket or whatever. I don't believe that. The oh man, there. if I was if I was at home, I would like to be involved to come shelf up something. You know what I'm saying? So, so you I know, can and put I want to try vegan food. I really do. Oh man, that's what's up. I know, I know how to throw down. I'm from, you know, I'm from the K too. So if I, I know how to put that flavor into that vegan food and it tastes good though. You got to you put really your feet in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Look, yeah. I said it to one of my coworkers, one of my white coworkers. I was like, oh girl, you, cause she cooked, made it. Now listen, I don't like eating at potlucks, but I trust her. She ain't had no cake. Yeah. I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to try your chili, Sarah. Okay. And I was like, oh, Sarah, you put your feet in this. She was mm -hmm. like, why would I do that? That's disgusting. I'm like, <laughs> she don't understand the lingo. She don't understand yeah. the lingo. That's all it is. So, so do you do you know do you be showing out in the kitchen yourself? I like to cook, but really, my husband is the cook. Now he mm. grills out 24-7. He's on the grill whether it's snowing, raining, or whatever. But he's oh, he the a cook grill man. Oh yeah. He a grill yeah. master. That's what's yes, up. That's, I don't like I be telling people here in North Carolina too that. If you're a man from Tennessee and you don't know how to show out on that grill, you ain't a grill master. I don't know if you're really from Tennessee now. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we so, the eggs and cakes on the grill, too. <laughs> mm, do we be putting that Mexican corn on the grill, though? See, I don't like mayonnaise, and I tried it with the sour cream. I was like, I just need a Mexican friend to come show me how to make it with the spices. I really yeah. like it. Give me my regular, you know, corn with some butter, some salt, and some pepper. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, like, people that's interested in getting into the content world and creating content, what would Eva K tell them that they should do first? First, you got to be consistent. You just mm -hmm. can't say, oh, I'm about to get a YouTube and post one video and don't post another one for months. As long as you're consistent, even if you don't think your content is like, oh, who's going to watch my content? Still make it, create it. 
Um, yeah. A lot of YouTubers say it takes them a year to two years to even pop off and get people to really recognize their channel. And yeah. honestly, Trevor, I've been doing it a year, but the last month being on the social media app Clubhouse have helped me. Because I realized, yeah, I'm interviewing people from Knoxville, but what do the rest of the world care about that? You know what I'm saying? Why would the rest of the world care about, you know, a single mother that's just opened up her daycare? Why would they care? Mm -hmm. But I learned on Clubhouse that people would care as long as the title is catchy. Because Mm -hmm. in every city, you got single mothers. All yeah. over the world, you got single mothers. And for them to be able to see a success story of a single mother opening up their own business and still being able to take care of their kids full time, people need to hear that because they yeah. need that push. So that's what I want to provide, a little motivation with a laugh or two. Ooh, that's that's what I'm talking about. And you said that helped me just now, that little information. Not little. I'm, I'm sorry for saying little information. But that information, you said, as long as the title catchy and then when they go into the content, it's something that they can learn from. Yes. But you said one key word that I heard and I just looked at it before we got on the podcast and it was one of your motivational videos. Are we going to get more of those? My PSAs. Yeah, because I like that now. Yeah, see, I was just putting them on Facebook, but I think like every time I get at least four or five of them, because they only 60 seconds long, Mm -hmm. because that way I could do um, a reel on Instagram and I could put it on Facebook at the same time. Because if you're making content, you know, like when you go live, if you take 30 to 60 seconds of your podcast and put it on a reel Mm -hmm. on um, Instagram, that drives more attention to your platform. Yeah, yeah. Because people they watch your stories. If you notice, you could post something on your Facebook and you only gonna get 30 likes, but you put mm-hmm. it in your story, you're gonna get 300 views. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. People are not scrolling no more, they want to look at pictures. You know, we mm-hmm. in the digital age of like Instagram, that's what people want to see. They don't want to see all them words. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. That's why Twitter got their own following because that's just our words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People like to hear podcasts. They like to be, you know, most of us are visual learners. Yeah. So, yeah. They, we like to hear and see. We ain't yeah. trying to read no words over and over again. You know what I'm saying? But what you said, what you said on that motivational video had me like, it had me dying. You said, we ain't buying any children, no toys this Christmas. You better go buy the baby some socks now. You said, <laughs> listen, I work in preschool. Okay. I'm a preschool educator. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, when it's real cold outside, these babies, a lot of them don't have on socks. They don't mm-hmm. have on underclothes. Now, I was raised old school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So starting from September to when it get warm again, your baby better have on the undershirt. That's right. You know, and I, we deal with a lot of younger mothers, you know, mm-hmm. that probably nobody ever told them to make sure it's in the middle of the wintertime your kid need to have on undershirt and some socks mm-hmm. a coat. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, a toboggan. A toboggan. Facts. Yeah. Because these babies are cold. Mm-hmm. I was at the courthouse with my brother. This girl got on a bubble coat. She got on a scarf, a hat, and her little boy right here in the Spider-Man t-shirt. Like, what? If you cold, this baby cold. I yeah, don't care if you go to jail to for that. That's, you Meaning should... what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, they always say, my kids don't want to wear no coats. Stay with a little... Mm-hmm. The little kid in it. I don't know if I can cuss on her, but oh, you, can say you, want. you can say whatever <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you want to say on her. We wide open, you know what I'm saying? Man. And uh, like, okay, 
everybody was talking about 2020 was a bad year. 2020 was a dark year. It was things going on around the world or whatever, though. But it seemed like you made a positive out of it by creating your show and, and bringing positive energy to, to the world. I had to. You know what? Uh, mental health issues is real. Mm-hmm. And I've been down that dark, you know, rabbit hole of just mental health issues and feeling like, oh, woe is me. The world's against me. You mm-hmm. got to turn that negative energy positive. This yeah. year I lost my father. Um, mm-hmm. This is the first time I ever had in 30 years I had to pay my own phone bill. And I'm married. Mm-hmm. My father, because I worked with my father as a bondsman, he's always paid my phone bill. Yeah. This year was the first year I had to buy my kids Christmas because my dad, my son is his first grandson, so he's mm-hmm. always been it big for my son's birthday and Christmas and all this stuff and having to go through the first set of holidays without my father was very dark for me. But having a a, a spouse or a mate or a life partner that mm-hmm. is in your corner that's lifting you up is yeah. very powerful and it's something that a lot of people need and that's what I need. My mm-hmm. husband was there for me. He wouldn't let me really get too down on myself. He always try to motivate me, keep it positive, make mm-hmm. a video. Yeah, he throw on a wig and some glasses and get in there with me. So yeah. I just want to make people laugh. I've always been a class clown, man. Hey, that's what's up. And tell tell your husband I salute him for doing that, for yeah. uh making sure that he keep a smile on your face. I salute him and he a good man. And at the end of the day, I just got uh engaged recently. Congratulations. I was gonna say congratulations on your engagement. And, and my, I appreciate that. And my lady, she uplifts me. She encouraged me. Like, I'm going to tell you, when you have somebody who supports your creativity, that's mm-hmm. better. That's better than anything, really. A person yeah. that supports your creativity. Because some people might like be, uh, what you're doing is lame. I don't like the show. I don't like that you're doing this. Your music ain't no good. Like, yeah. if you're a recording artist, they be like, I don't, you could have did better. But even if you ain't doing it at the top level right now and they supporting you, that that support is gonna help you get there. Let me tell you something. I'm my own harsh critic. Like I criticize myself the most. But mm. what I had to realize for every 10 positive comments you get on a video, you're going to get five negative or mm. maybe three. I'm gonna say three negative. But Trevor, be real. I'm a big black woman with mm. no hair on my head. Okay. I don't wear makeup. You know, unless my friends forced me to. So it was very hard. You know, my own insecurities came into play when I said, I want to make videos. I want to mm-hmm. interview people. Because it's like, people like me is not on TV that look like me. You know what I'm saying? But having, like I said, having my family is my true support system. Like mm-hmm. my mama, she, since I was a little girl, told me I was a beautiful chocolate girl. Yeah. And, you know, I'm raising a chocolate girl. So I want her to know that you're beautiful. Don't let what... Mm-hmm. Other people say um, get to you because they might not like it. That means your video is not for them. Yeah. Your music is not for them. Yeah. So but you just you got to keep it. making it for the people that it is for. Yeah. Because there is some people out there that it is for. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's gonna support you, and and know that like the confidence and the uh, energy that you display is powerful. Like you could have said. What you you could have said, I'm a fall back. I ain't gonna do this, but you move forward. So by you moving forward, that energy and just everything that you de- dealt with, it just it every people embracing it and they love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I got you subscribed with the uh, what is it? The bell on. Thank you. <laughs> when, Thank you. When it yeah, come on, really, I get notified. 
Yes. It's just really when you want to create content, you have to be able to see what's going on. Because some people want to know current news. Mm -hmm. You know, some people want to keep up. They just nosy. They just want to know what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. So you have to find your own niche and you have to be true. Because mm -hmm. remember, the thousand, the almost 985 people that's watching my show, at least 500 are from my city. So mm -hmm. they really know me. So I'm yeah. not going to be on there acting one way when I'm really this way. So I yeah. can only be true to myself and I can only, you know what I'm saying, tell people my story and my testimony. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be somebody else. I'm trying to be big evil. Big yeah, evil we, we ain't doing no flex in there. No. Shit, no. <laughs> ain't no way. You ain't going to yeah. get away with it. Yeah, yeah, because people know you. They're going to see you in the store. They're going to see you out in the street. And be like, what you doing on our flexing the other day? I seen you on our stunt. Yeah. I can't tell nobody I got a Maserati and I pull up in this 1994 Toyota Camry. Yeah. I'm not renting no cars to look like I got money. I'm not doing none of that. Yeah. Like, even when I give back, because I give back a lot to my community, especially the single mothers. Because honestly, I don't. I don't think I could be a single mother. I couldn't handle that. You know, I have two kids, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. So I take my hat off to single mothers. I love single mothers. And I had men from prison cash out me money to make sure I can give gift cards to single mothers. I had people mm -hmm. in the city making sure, you know, sending me money to my cash app to making sure I could get uh, presents. I could get Thanksgiving Day food. I couldn't do that out of my own pocket. I wish I could. Mm -hmm. I hope in the next, you know, couple of years I can. Yeah. But they really helped me to be able to give to my community and make sure that the mothers around here in need got something. That's crazy. Like you said, single mothers, because like I don't have no children or nothing yet. I want to have a child, but I don't even know how a man could leave. And I don't even know how you could do that, though. But yeah. I ain't trying to down down no men or nothing. But I only know how you could do that and how like. A, a woman, will a woman know if this is the right guy? Like, should women know that he's going to leave or they don't even know, do they? No, Trevor, how can you know? Look, we are people, right? So we have our own free will. Mm. One day you might wake up and you in a good mood. You're like, oh, I want to go take a job today. The mm. next morning you might wake up and you're like, shit, fuck that. I ain't running no more this year. Yeah, We change our minds so often. So you could be in a relationship with somebody and they truly love you. But then they start looking at their own life like, man, I could be farther in life or I'm not where I want to be. And yeah. they can't love you properly. So they leave. Mm. You know? Once yeah. you create children, I don't understand how men can just walk away from their own creation. Like yeah. When I look at my kids, I'm like, that's me right there. Yeah. You know what I'm and my daddy was in my life for 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, my husband is, he's more the mom than me. <laughs> he do the cooking and the cleaning a lot of times because I'm out doing videos after work. So my husband cooked, clean, make sure the kids got showers, and he worked mm -hmm. himself. He mm -hmm. worked third shift. So I just that's why I have to just take my head off the single mothers because I don't know how they do it. How you working, balancing a home, taking care of your children, and keeping yourself mentally stable. Yeah, that's true. That's 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 a strong. Like I feel like women got superpowers too, though. Especially single mothers got superpowers. Definitely. And, and then you said something about uh, like uh, I'll be asking Troy this on the Two Brothers podcast. I'll be like, "Do you think men 
have feminine and masculine tendencies? And do you think women have masculine and feminine tendencies also? Definitely. Definitely. You couldn't be a lover if you didn't have feminine tendencies or like, you know, that that intimacy. Mm -hmm. Because you can't just be macho all the time. Like, oh, I'm just going to. You know, you can't live your life like that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have some kind of feminine qualities, you know, to be able to love a woman properly or to be able to love your children properly or your family mm-hmm. or anybody. So That's and true. these single mothers out here, definitely, they got to man up. I'm seeing these women out here hustling harder than the men. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. It's the like, man, it's the last year most definitely was the year of the woman, especially in creating content. Because when I'm, I don't listen to the radio, but when I was in the car with my lady, I listened to the radio. All I heard was Mulatto, Cardi B. You only hear no men on the radio no more. All the women hustling the grind, the city girls, uh, uh, Quavo girl, what's her name? Sweetie and uh, Janae Iko. You don't hear no dudes on the radio, but the baby and little baby, and the women <laughs> out here, all the the baby men. And, and the, the women are getting in touch with their feminine side, they sexiness, they sexiness. Mm-hmm. When you talk about like, cause I'm also like a sex expert. I went through Planned Parenthood to get my certificate. Mm-hmm. Sex, sexual health is very important. I know a lot of people be like, "Why can't how you gonna listen to WAP and all this stuff and the words they saying?" I mean, it's power in the P. Yeah, yeah. You hear yeah. me? I yeah. can't wait to lose a couple of pounds so I can make a sexy future or two. Because I yeah. would have been at a thousand subscribers. You hear me? Because <laughs> sex sales. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I didn't know people, it was such thing as a sex expert. Yeah, I like to go around and talk to people. Well, I want to do it for teens to just mm-hmm. because in school they practice abstinence. Yeah, that's really not possible for everybody. Look at what's on TV. Look it, at the it, music it's being promoted. It's it's right there in your face being promoted. My daughter was watching Peppa Pig, and I tell you no lie, she was twerking. Mm. Peppa Pig was twerking. I was like, "What the hell are you watching, mate? Like, yeah. what is going on?" Yeah. So, I mean, the sex in the sexual in the windows have always been in Disney movies. It's mm-hmm. on TV. Um, even when I make my kids watch children YouTube, they still mm-hmm. have commercials on there about periods and pads. Mm-hmm. So out there, and yeah. our grandmothers wouldn't want to see that on TV, or you know, they didn't have the internet, so we're gonna say on TV, but it's there. Yeah. So you yeah. have to be honest with your kids. I think starting at fifth, sixth grade, you need to start talking about sex your body. Mm-hmm. We don't do pet names. It's vagina and penis. Yeah. There's no little cookie or your best friend or the little pocketbook or whatever else. Yeah. Okay. No little yeah. peewee. That's your yeah. penis. Yeah. Nobody touches this. You got to be honest. Yeah. You have to so, be honest with the words that you say. You have to be honest. You have to be straightforward. So that's why I wanted to become a sex expert to talk to 16 and 17 year olds mm-hmm. or even 13 and 14 year olds because two 13 year olds is pregnant out here by me because um, I still live in like a little project. I live in a bill, McKinnisville. Oh, that's what's up. I love that's where I'm from. See, I'm from College Hills now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still yeah. got family living in Sea Hills. Really yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you what know. I'm saying? So my mama was a teen mom. Mm-hmm. All my brothers and sisters, I got eight brothers and sisters. They all was teen parents. Only me and my little sister was a teen parents. Yeah. Now, I had my first child at 25, so my family was calling me a Grinch because they didn't mm-hmm. think I was going to ever have kids. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Because by yeah. 28, my mama was a Grinch. You see? Yeah. So yeah. You have to talk about sexual health. You can't 
not avoid the situation. Forget the mm-hmm. birds and the bees. Let's talk about sexual health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My nephew was living with me. He was 12 years old. I happened to get on his phone, scrolling through his little text message. Little 12-year-old girl asked her, could she give him some hair? Mm. He didn't know what hair was. He was like, well, why would she say that? What's, what's that? Yeah. So I had to break it down to him what that was. She wants to put her mouth on your private part. Yeah, it's like that's disgusting. Why would she want to do that? <laughs> now I'm having to talk to him, and I was like, "No, look, I don't know the right words to talk to him. My mm-hmm. kids are small. I need to go take me a class." Yeah, you know, I have a psychology degree, but they didn't teach us about how to talk to a kid about sex. Mm-hmm. That, so, I, that's and people don't people don't do it early enough. Like, why is it such a fear to have a conversation? Like, you, sh- I think it should be done like at eight years old because I, I'm forty years old, and we mm-hmm. was having those conversations at twelve back then in ninety two when I was twelve. So I can imagine what's going on now in twenty twenty one. Them kids having conversations at eight nine years old. Look at TikTok. All they got to do is scroll up and there's somebody naked, boobs out, Instagram. All that. We yeah. didn't have all that, but we did play how I go get it. That's fact. When somebody rub up against you, that kind of feel good. What's that? Yeah. You feel like that with clothes on. Yeah. What is it going to feel like when the clothes not on? That's so mm-hmm. have to start talking to these kids earlier about sex and about their bodies. Why mm-hmm. does it feel good when you touch that? Why does, you know, this get a little hard in the morning? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to be vulgar. I'm trying to be honest that at 11 years old, they can start ejaculating. Yeah, yeah. What is happening to my body? And to go through life with a parent who don't want to talk about it. Oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. You need somebody like me who's going to tell you the honest truth with your parent mm-hmm. consent because it might be hard for your own parent to talk to you about it. Yeah, they can reach out to me, and I can talk to them about it in lamest terms without being vulgar or telling, "Oh, sex feel good. Make sure you go do it." No. Yeah, and 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 if if people listening to the podcast and the show, y'all got, I'm gonna put all her links and descriptions in the podcast so y'all can reach out to Eva K if y'all have to. You know what I'm saying? Get some knowledge about this because I feel like. For real, like parents don't need to be sugarcoating nothing and scared to say anything because, like, you ain't gonna do nothing but make your child more curious. Very much so. Yeah. Hey, I was that child. Mm-hmm. Cause my friends was doing all this stuff. I was like, wait a minute. I still ain't had that conversation with my mama. I did. I went to my mama and talked to her about it and my daddy. Cause I was yeah. like, well, what is this? My yeah. mama broke down condoms, STDs, all of that. And mm. Don't go yeah. around hiding. Because you know what? Your 13 or 14 year old could be hiding behind a building trying to, you know, uh, uh, pants burning. Yeah. And if the police, um, you know, shine a light on them, they're going to be labeled sex offenders. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. If you have sex in a car, you have sex in a park, you have sex in any public place, especially a playground, Yeah. you will be labeled as a sex offender. I didn't know that. I didn't have a clue from that. Yeah, people want to be spontaneous outside. Go ahead. Yeah, be in your backyard. You can be outside and be labeled a sex offender. Yeah, people don't know that. They better get with it. Mm, Yeah, you got to get with it. I got it. I got it. A sex spurt. I'm telling Mm. you. And I want to turn my channel 
towards that, like do some videos, like separate videos for that. Mm -hmm. But I want to get my viewers up first. You know, I want to get my following up and then start going to other sex experts to talk to them. Because um, yeah. sexual health is important, especially when we turn on TV and it's a gay sex scene on every. That's a fact. That's show. a fact. And there's, you know, even the cartoons now, they got little stud, little girls on Lincoln Lab. They got the mm -hmm. gay daddies. And my son was like, well, what? Why do they and got people don't know SpongeBob now? I think Sponge, ain't nothing wrong. I ain't saying this the same thing wrong with people's sexuality, but I think SpongeBob don't like girls. I think SpongeBob, you know what I mean? And the kids got to watch That's that. That's why he always dressed up as a girl. Yeah. Him and Patrick always dressed up girls with the little wigs and the little ponytails. Yeah. And get Mr. Crab's attention and all that. Attention seeking mm. behavior. Yeah, yeah. Dang, my cousin, you know, I got a couple of gay cousins, but they girls. But mm -hmm. my son was like, well, how she got two mamas and I only got one? Or, you know, like, so I talked to my five-year-old about, you know, sexuality and stuff like that. So yeah. people are gay. We don't judge people that's different from us. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. We go that's to McDonald's. It's a transgender um, lady in the window. He's like, mm -hmm. well, is that a boy or a girl? So I have to teach them. You don't ask anybody that. That's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. You're asking their pronouns, like what pronouns do you go by? Do you mm -hmm. go by he, she, um, them? Yeah, it's yeah. a lot to learn. And I feel like, especially the older generation, because I got a transgender cousin that was on my show. It was one of the first mm -hmm. videos I did, and people still try to disrespect her and call call her a him. Yeah, or try to call her by her government name mm. and not the name she's given herself. Yeah. And that's not okay. And you got to let people be who they are and who they yeah. want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And and no discrimination behind that because like uh the the older generation, the people that's like my age and probably older, they're gonna be less receptive of it than the new age people. The new age people mm -hmm. grew up in this world. So they're gonna be more receptive of it. So it, man, it's crazy. It's the just older crazy. generation just don't understand the outness with it because be real, it's been gay people since biblical times. Yeah. So yeah. it's always been homosexual people, heterosexual people. It's always been gay people. But the thing mm -hmm. that was different back then and now, people weren't coming out of the closet or they weren't having gay prides and yeah. Everything was more secretive, but that also caused a lot of suicides. That caused a lot of people not living their truth and walking Having in their hide life. They truth, yeah. How they truth that caused a lot of AIDS being brought back to women because these men, if they put on a condom and have sex with another man, it's deemed gay. Mm. So they not protecting themselves to coming back and having sex with their wives, affecting their wives. Yeah. Because in Chattanooga, when I was in college, we started a program called. Um, the dream team. And mm -hmm. I went around then interviewing people. But we, YouTube, nobody was on YouTube back when I in 2012. I would interview uh, gay men with HIV and AIDS. I would interview women with HIV and AIDS. We would have, you know, places set up to where they could go get their haircut for free, get food for free. And I was just so interested in how did you contact this disease? Mm -hmm. How are you living? Because most of them live in little communities that nobody even know about. Mm. So that they're protected. Yeah. You know, because a lot of employers and stuff, if you have HIV and AIDS, they wasn't hiring you back then. It, things have changed and you can't really disclose that anymore. But yeah, it's real. So yeah. 
you have to be open again that conversation has to be there and we just can't judge we are in tennessee so yeah. there's a lot of judging going on but that's facts just educate yourself that's all i can say is educate mm -hmm. yourself and get to know a person mm. that has a yeah. different sexual orientation to you you know, I, I got real estate license, too, and people with A's and sex offenders and stuff in North Carolina, I don't know about Tennessee, but they're protected under a law to where they don't have to uh, mention that when they purchase in a home. They don't have I to know, mention that. that. Like I, hear you, I could type in somebody's name. If they're a sexual offender, a big red dot is going to appear over their house. That's crazy. Like, yeah, it's on uh, sexualoffenders.com. Mm -hmm. Sexoffenders.com, something like that. Um, but a big red dot is gonna appear. Yeah. Tennessee boy ain't no joke though. Home ain't no joke when it comes mm -hmm. to them laws and 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 being able to protect yourself from certain entities and things or whatever. They they want to know where everything at and what everybody's doing. And mm -hmm. they got the information online. If you don't if you think you hiding, you really ain't hiding because the information in Tennessee is online. They can find out everything about everything you. is public knowledge. Hey, but Everything. Eva K, I appreciate you so much being on the podcast. I want and when I come home, I want to come on your show. I'm gonna cook us some vegan meals or whatever you like. You tell me you interested in. I'm gonna cook it and show out. And I'm Thanks. coming up on your show. Yeah, but yeah. I got one more question to ask you before I let you go, though. Mm -hmm. What should we expect in 2021 since it's a new year from Eva K? Just more content. I'm not letting up. Um, okay. you know, with COVID going on, I'm gonna try to do something like this. I love this platform so mm -hmm. where I can get more people on, but I want to just be more diverse. I mm -hmm. want to go out and, you know, interview people from all backgrounds, different religions, um, uh, millionaires. I want to, I hope to get a millionaire on my show. I just, mm -hmm. Clubhouse has just taught me that millionaires are regular people and oh, they're within your reach. You that know, Clubhouse thing you got, I, I need to get involved <laughs> in that Clubhouse too. Yes, so that's just more content, just having mm -hmm. fun, more motivation, because um, it's it's being real around this mud. You hear me? Yeah, so we yeah. just gotta be uplifted and positive. No matter what goes on, we just gotta stay positive and keep praising mm -hmm. the Lord. And please get them sex expert videos up and, and run. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm yeah, ready. I'm definitely coming hard with those. Okay, okay. Hey, well, until next time, peace, love, plenty of abundance. Keep grinding. Keep shining. Thank you, Eva K. Let's Thank get it. Thank you so much. It was an honor. You have a blessed night. You too. The Trevor Jackson Podcast. Come follow the brick wall. It's your girl, Eva K. And I'm ready to eat. Hey, who ready to eat with me? Who ready? Come bread with me. Let's break bread. Come break bread with me. Let's break bread. We about to eat this food and get fed. Come break bread with me. Let's break bread. Now bow Hello, this is a Trevor Jackson podcast sponsored by Anchor app.